Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Friday. It's May 1st, 2020. Happy May Day to comrades everywhere in the world, except here in the United States, where we're afraid of communists and the unions, so we don't celebrate May Day. It's lovely that you're here. It's another Poetry Fridays edition of A Brief Chat, and I'm super excited by the poet I've got for you today. I mean, I've been excited every week. I think I've said that each time, right? And that's because I have asked people whose work I really respect to record themselves reading poetry and send it to me, and they keep doing it. So far, I'm three for three, and by next week, I'll be four for four. So it's going really, really well. I didn't really... I didn't know when I decided to try to get a poet every single week on the show whether that was going to be an achievable goal. Now, you might say, three weeks is not that much of an achievement. Hey, back off. Three weeks is pretty great. The poet today is a guy I feel like I know, but I don't actually know. Like, we've met. We've been in the same room. We've read poetry together at an event. We've corresponded over the years a little bit. But he's a total enigma to me. I mean, this is a guy who's, like, connected to Charles Olson. And, you know, it doesn't get too much more connected in American poetry than that, right? And he's taught, he's published a bunch of his own books and also these, like, huge collaborative works that I barely even understand. And I will never get any further in understanding. And I'm not even sure if they're to be understood. I don't know. The point is, I really like Albert Glover. But he's he's a mystery to me. He's a little bit magical. But anyway, it doesn't matter whether I think he's magical or whether he even really exists, although I'm pretty sure he does, or at least someone who was willing to impersonate him sent me these recordings. Let's let him speak for himself via the medium of his poetry. Here's Albert. Cento. April Sonnet. First having read the Book of Myths, here I am, an old man in a dry month. A card table in the library stands ready, just as my fingers on these keys tell all the truth, but tell it slant. A man is leaning on a cold iron rail. Sometimes the night echoes to prideless wailing. That conversation we were always on the edge of. That year of the cloud when my marriage failed, when, with a pain, he desires to explain to his servitors, Baby, your thighs are apple trees. You that are sprung of northern stock, where long the shadows of the wind had rolled, what shall I do with this absurdity? Nothing further. Hearing breath as spirit, as in hatches him, breathe on me, breath of God. Long after reading Olson's projective verse essay, and later John Coltrane's 1957 statement about his spiritual awakening. More than 20 years after Bill W.'s, I felt lifted up as though the great clean wind of a mountaintop blew through and through, which itself echoes Lawrence, not I, not I, but the wind that blows through me, provided plenty of precedent for anyone, as I was that spring, alone, 
down and out on the front lawn of my north country home, waiting for something to blow me away. Like the breeze, which eventually did come to release me from much of what I owned. And then all through the 90s, after my initiation into what I'd only read about or understood in some mental manner, the idea of it became embodied and autonomic as my heart beating. The source was present outside of me until recently at the Appleton Golf Course in retirement, sitting on a bench under red pine boughs and allowing the familiar air to reach me, I felt the warmth of sun absolutely equivalent in primacy to breath and breeze as I had come to know them. Instantly, the source was inside also. The same source which I'd known out there was equally in here, complete and wholly singular. Ode Sketching Greg with techniques of poetry class while listening to John Coltrane's classic quartet at the Village Vanguard, 1962. Thinking of my father, remembering a Sunday afternoon jam session in Buffalo, 1967, and arguing with The Plan is the Body by Robert Creeley. New space in a studio at a drafting table with Greg, naked for us, on a platform in the center of our surrounding square, so we can sketch the way artists do. Only our lines made of syllables, as Coltrane's are made of notes. How be inspired by this human form, divine, doing Ashtanga yoga, sweating in the lights, naked nakedness. So let us occupy a safe space made by some invisible wall, arms like little legs winged up behind Greg's back. Michelle must be gazing right up his butt crack. A crystal bead of sweat catching the light at the tip of his nose now turned, and I see something of what the artists see. Eric Dolphy, and how the curve of thigh bends in to knee curve and out, then down to ankle. Settles his weight now, so the testicles swing openly in the arch of spread legs, suspended balls trembling, gone from view as he moves to another form. And I move inside my head where the music is, Inside to a past almost half a century ago, my father playing his horn. Beauty of nipple over heart, twisted heart shape of hip and buttock curve below. Settles into green sleeves, facing away then. Charles Gale and Jack Clark are with me in Buffalo a Sunday afternoon with some club on Millersport. Greg Benz, Blakian, head on ground, moving through slow yogic chords. What child is this? 
McCoy playing Jack's part. Oh, here comes my heart. Applause. The work of March afternoon now settles in. The great nor'easter of 01 blows over, fumes in the studio from litho chemicals, distracted by Colin, coming in late. Calming down now to how ordinary all this truly is. The air thins, the tension eases, Elvin gets in a groove, holding it all up, like the cusp of O's lotus holds his body up to the light. Sensing something heavy in his eyes, something sad, something left unsaid, in the huge silences inside his head. One buttock lifted six inches from the floor. Inside, naked, to the outside, hidden by the visible, hidden by what we see, hidden as appearance, hidden as obvious here. The body is not the plan. The body is the appearance of a result. The plan is before the body. The plan swims in a father's sperm and waits in a mother's egg. The plan is, must be, narrative. The line disclosed embodies the plan. Really, wasn't the song here before John played it? This body shaped before it flowed through the world. That child, the man, naked, to disclose the illusion of any such error as body. A flame, Lawrence said, and I think so too, a rippling current manifesting not itself, but its source. And is it not the source we love? Is it not the heart where love is, the source from which the body flows out momently, naked onto this stage for our inspection? The quality, then, of the current, the line, the energy of it, how much does the actual disclose? The beautiful supine pose of this yogi, arms and legs spread in human proportion, the entire outside visible to view, a flesh covering what moves beneath, a circumference boundary of blood. And now I feel why men have loved to slash, to cut the blood bag, to mush the pulp of man and release him. The illusion of the body, the illusion of the outside, streams from the dreams within. My sincere thanks to Albert Glover. Albert, I adore you. Also, you have not signed any of my books of yours that I have. I only just realized. So I know you're thousands of miles away, but we should fix this somehow. <laughs> okay? That Look, I'm not saying that the main point of this show is for me to get the poets I like to sign the books of theirs that I own, but I'm not not saying that either. Anyway, you can find the previous episodes of Poetry Fridays plus all of the other shows. This show comes out 
Monday through Friday, and it's about all kinds of things. Yesterday, it was about a German psychedelic band, and the day before that, it was about the coronavirus. And today, it's poetry. And I don't know what's happening on Monday, because I don't plan very far ahead. But anyway, you can find all the episodes at abriefchat.com. You can become a member. Oh, yeah, you can become a member. Thank you to Carolina, who is the newest member of the show. She's also the person who hooked me up with Deep Dive, the German band that was on yesterday's episode, or an episode, if you're listening to this in the far future and we don't even know what yesterday was. Anyway, thank you so much for becoming a member. I can't do this show without people like you. If you also want to become a member, you can do it at abriefchat.com. I'm out of here. Have a lovely weekend. I'll be back on Monday. I love you. A better world is possible. Please.